This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, April 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Money, employee limit at issue with loans. Progress on carbon in EPA report and China expected in soybean market. Forgivable loan program running short. After a slow start, the $350 billion forgivable loan program for small businesses and farms is on track to run out of money as soon as Thursday or Friday. That's the word from Larry Kudlow, President Donald Trump's top economic advisor. The numbers are fantastic, Kudlow told reporters yesterday referring to demand for the Paycheck Protection Program. Now, the administration wants another $250 billion to top up the program, but Democrats have objected to replenishing PPP unless other priorities are addressed, including funding for health care providers and an increase in SNAP benefits. The Senate is next scheduled to be in pro forma session Thursday. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin told Representative Roger Marshall of Kansas that more than a million loans totaling $243 billion had already been processed. Marshall said that included $3.7 billion in loans for nearly 20,000 businesses in Kansas alone. Pork industry wants employee cap raised. Pork industry leaders who estimate that their industry will lose $5 billion this year because of the COVID-19 pandemic are asking Congress to increase the employee cap for the payroll protection program from 500 to 1500. The National Pork Producers Council's Maria Ziba says the expanded eligibility would ensure that all U.S. pork producers can get PPP assistance for paying workers. NPPC also wants the Small Business Administration to make agricultural businesses eligible for the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, which provides up to $2 million with a maximum $10,000 advance that does not have to be repaid to businesses currently experiencing a temporary loss of revenue due to COVID-19. SBA has so far resisted appeals from ag groups to make farms eligible for the program. Keep in mind, congressional Democrats have been pushing for the PPP replenishment bill to include a provision making ag employers eligible for the IDLE program. For more on the impact of the COVID-19 market disruptions on meat and cotton sectors, plus a look at the major agricultural districts that will be in play in this year's congressional elections, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Farm groups see progress on emissions despite increase. Greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture increased slightly from 2017 to 18 from about 602 million metric tons of carbon dioxide equivalent to 618 million metric tons. That according to EPA's annual inventory of greenhouse gas emissions. The GHG estimate for agriculture in 2018 amounts to about 9.3% of total U.S. emissions that year, according to EPA. The American Farm Bureau Federation and other commodity groups touted the fact that agriculture is well below GHG contributions from the transportation and electric power sectors. Keep in mind, although overall methane emissions from agriculture have risen, 
per unit emissions from livestock have declined since 1990 because of productivity increases, according to an analysis by Farm Bureau economists. Agricultural methane emissions were estimated at 253 million metric tons in 2018, with 177,000 metric tons of that resulting from cattle digestion. During the past 30 years, U.S. milk production has increased 71%, while per unit emissions of milk have declined by almost 25%. Beef production has increased almost 50%, while per unit emissions have fallen nearly 8%, according to the analysts. The analysis also says... Total carbon sink efforts from forest land management, land converted to forestry, grasslands, and wetland management more than offset agriculture's contribution to total emissions. China seen buying more U.S. soybeans soon. Brazilian farmers are exporting their soybeans at a record pace to take advantage of the country's weak currency, the RIA. And that means China will begin ramping up purchase commitments of U.S. soybeans soon, according to Thomas Malka, editor and CEO of Oral World, on a webinar hosted by the U.S. Soybean Export Council. We actually expect that China will become a more active buyer of U.S. soybeans in the coming weeks, probably soon, while Brazilian exports will start declining, he said. He believes Brazilian shipments will slow down in May or June at the latest. China's total soybean imports will be stronger this year at 91 million metric tons to allow the country to replenish stocks and rebuild its swine herd, of which the U.S. is forecast to supply 21 million metric tons. Brazilian exports to China this year will decline to 58 million tons. Vietnam sees success in fighting African swine fever. As of last week, there has not been a single new case of African swine fever in 44 of Vietnam's 63 provinces, that being considered a major success in the fight against the virus that raged through all 63 provinces in early 2019. That according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. By December 2019, the Vietnamese had culled 23% of the country's entire swine population, about 5.9 million pigs, according to the report. But now, those numbers are quickly falling, according to the Foreign Ag Service. The number of new cases or of recontamination also appear to have significantly slowed down since the start of 2020. Only 24 ASF outbreaks have officially been reported in Vietnam, leading to the death and culling of 20,177 pigs. Some soils are wet, but not like last year. Topsoil moisture levels are lower compared to this time last year, but wet, cool weather is slowing any chances for early corn planting across most of the Midwest. We had about a third of the country reporting surplus topsoil moisture this time a year ago, and that number is in the low 20s now, so we are somewhat drier overall, according to USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey speaking with AgriPulse. Just 3% of the nation's corn has been planted, which is on par with the five-year average of 4%. Rippey expects planting to pick up in early May as warmer, more consistent weather does move in. Here's today's He Said It. Smarter farming, 
New strategies and technology are helping farmers reduce their environmental footprint and provide solutions. That's Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, April 15th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.